Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Well, today we're going to talk about something that is very important in our society today. You know, we were not trained to have to keep track of all the things we keep track of today. And as uh, uh, not only technology and now emails and then social media all layered on top of that, you know, someone might ask, how do you get anything done today? Well, in an attempt to get everything you need to get done and to keep your focus on your path following Jesus Christ, sometimes it gets a little messy, a little sticky, and sometimes it just needs to have a professional to help us. Today, we're going to be talking with Tim Sanford. He's the Focus on the Family's Clinical Director of Counseling Services. Well, he's also a pastor. He's a public speaker and the author of several books. Now, the most recent one I want you to check out is Forgive for Real, Six Steps to Forgiving. Tim and his wife, Becky, um, with their two grown daughters, of course, like most of the team there at Focus, they reside in Colorado. And uh, Tim, it's so honored to have you with us this afternoon, my friend. Good to be here, Bill. Appreciate it. Well, forgiveness is a funny thing. You know, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. There's so many iterations that Christians come up with, but the Bible was pretty clear. So if someone's just dealing with these memories keep coming up and things happen and they become emotional, and then what happens is we don't react the way Jesus would have us to react. Talk about that. Well, and one of the things that happens a lot, because when we're talking about forgiving, and I like to use the word forgiving rather than forgiveness because it's an action verb and, and it needs to take action. So often is there's been hurt and harm done, and that's what creates a need to forgive something, and so it's there. So often Christians, Bill, I have found we put forgive, trust, reconcile, restore the relationship, and live happy ever after into a blender. We turn it on and try to make a Christian smoothie out of it so that everybody is honky-dory and, and happy ever after. And they're very separate topics. Yes, they're related, but forgive is a very separate, distinct topic, and it actually is a court of law topic, and that's where it resides. Not in a relationship, but in the court of law, really. The Bible tells us right away, don't let, uh, don't, if you have an against someone or you have something that we need to work out, the Bible even tells us, I mean, the, the Lord tells us, I should say, that uh, we need to go to that person and just work it out. And then we give it to the Lord. Vengeance, either in our mind or in a physical sense, we're so told not to do that. One day the Lord will take up that offense. Talk about that, because that's the first step that many people forget. Well, exactly. And, and there, there are six distinct steps in the forgiving process in the court of law. And just let me say just real briefly here. Step number one is we state the wrong done clearly. There is a true factual wrong that occurred. Either a civil law was broken or one of God's moral laws was broken. That's the wrong done. I need to be clear with that. Step number two, then, is with a wrong done, there is a debt that is owed. And I need to be clear with what that debt is. And I've had people say, well, it's never enough. Well, it's never going to be enough 
to make it as if it never happened. That's not what court of law and forgive is designed to do. What you're talking about is step number three here now. With this debt, who becomes the debt collector? And I have two choices as a believer. Either I keep the debt list and try to see, make sure it gets collected on, which keeps me connected to the debt, the pain, the hurt, the wrong, and I'll never, ever heal. Or I can transfer that debt collection job to God, let God do the collection job on it. It won't just disappear under a cloud somewhere. God is a just and holy God. Wrongs will be righted, but that's his job not mine. And if I transfer the debt list to God, now I'm disconnected from the hurt, the wrong, the pain, and the person. I can begin to heal. I can begin to go forward with my life. You know, when we don't follow the Word of God, and we don't follow, quite frankly, the words of Jesus backed up by everything in Scripture, because we know the Old Testament is simply always pointing toward Jesus, you know, there's a consequence. Um, I've got a question at this this first juncture here. We're talking about debt. Now, if we don't follow what the Lord said and what you so uh, eloquently mapped out for us, there's going to be consequences. There's consequences when we obey the Lord. There are consequences when we disobey the Lord. Uh, some are good con- consequences when we're aligning with his word, and some are not so good. Talk a little bit about the prison and the jail and the amount of time in your life that one can spend, and it could be years, by not following this very simple principle, and it's going to be hard for you to find joy if you are harboring these type of things. Talk about that. Well, and you're exactly right, Bill, and that's why step number three in the forgiving journey is that choice of I choose to transfer the debt collection job to God. Number one, I'm choosing to obey God. God commands us to forgive. He doesn't command us to trust them and like them, but he does command to forgive them. And so I'm choosing to do it. So I'm in obedience with God. The second part with that is, as I transfer that debt list over to God, now it's between God and that person. God is a holy and just God. Yes, he will correct, collect on that debt somehow, some way, someplace. I may never see it, but God will do it. What that allows me to do is I'm free now. I'm disconnected. I can begin to heal. I can begin to go on with my life. If I keep the debt collection duty for myself, which, yeah, I can. I'm disobeying God. I'm always connected to the wrong, the hurt, the pain, and the person, and I'll never, ever, ever, ever heal, really. And I'm going around with one hurt after another after another. It'd be like going through the airport, and every time you go through an airport, you collect another suitcase, another airport, another suitcase, another airport, and and the pain inside is just going to get too much. And that's the part that is the downside for us when we don't obey God's Word. Now, sometimes it isn't a straight line. Because uh, you can have an opportunity where, as you are walking with the Holy Spirit, you you move toward that forgiveness. And then, uh, well, maybe things can happen. And then, of course, Satan is always on the prowl. uh, And he's always got the the fiery darts and knows exactly the perfect time, the perfect place to, to fire one of those off. And sometimes this process can be a ping pong sort of a session. Talk about that. 
Well, and, and you're right. Just because I go through the forgiving process doesn't mean that I'm all hunky-dory and healed. The healing is going to take some time. And we get confused because so often we think, well, if I forgive, I have to like them or trust them. Totally separate topics. Forgive starts with F. Trust starts with T. Separate topics altogether. And that's sometimes where Satan tries to get us mixed up and confused. Well, we're talking about six steps this afternoon. And so, um, again, with the time that we have left, uh, we're talking with uh, Tim Sanford, with folks in the family. And by the way, uh, a great book for you to follow what we're talking about today. It is written, of course, uh, by uh, uh, Tim Stanford. Uh, it is Forgive for Real, Six Steps to Forgiving. And um, when we talk about these steps, we've got about a minute left. Left. We come back in the next uh, segment. I want to talk a little bit more. So we've got to step number three. Uh, just very quickly, what is step four, five, and six? And then we'll come back and talk about those. Well, I can get at least a step four. Step four is, again, since we're in court of law, if I transfer the debt list to God, my copy of the debt list is marked paid in full. That person doesn't owe me. It's between God and them. I'm out of the equation. Step five, then, is I absorb the damage. I, I got to fix up what I got to fix up. I got to pay my therapist bill. I absorb the damage. Step six is I treat them as forgiven, which means I don't bring it up again. I don't trust them. I don't like them, but I don't bring it up. So, uh, Tim, come back in here. Would you review the the six steps, um, just in a quick review? But I want to get to forgiveness. And we get to forgiveness, I mean, it seems like forgiveness, you're almost there, you're almost there. Tell us about how you know you've gotten to that point where you've been freed. And then we'll talk about if someone wants to begin with step one, where's a good place to start. So, So, Tim, give us a quick review here. Okay, Bill. Step number one, identify the wrong done clearly, what law was broken. Step two, identify the debt that is owed. They owe you. Step number three now comes a choice. Who becomes the debt collector? You or God? Hmm. And as we obey Scripture, we transfer that debt collection job to God. Step four then, my copy of the debt list is marked paid in full. They don't owe me anymore. Step five is I then treat them as forgiven. I don't trust them or like them, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't interact with them. We're not all honky-dory, but I treat them. I don't bring it up anymore in their presence. And step number six is I absorb the damage, not the blame. No, but the, I do what I have to do to heal so that I can go forward. And so a person will understand, and, and I have all these things written out because court of law writes everything out in triplicate form. And that way, as a person, I know, here's the wrong. It wasn't my fault. Here's what they owe me. Ah, here's the day I chose to give that debt collection job to God, and I can begin to heal. Oh, yeah, and I am treating them as forgiven. It still hurts. I still have some other things to heal and deal with and go through, but I can go back to the paper going, yeah, I gave this to God. I'm good. I'm clean. It's not a forgiving issue. It's just a healing issue because I know on this date I transferred that that list to God. So it all comes back to start with a clear list. So-and-so, whoever that person is, did these wrongs against me. And let's start with the facts, not the emotion, but the facts, the truth, what law was broken, civil law or God's moral law. And we take it a step at a time from there. So many people will finally open up later in life. It's amazing how so many of the issues 
come from one's childhood. And some of them are very awful, some of them not so awful. And then sometimes you can hear someone share with you and really you're, you're telling yourself, well, that's not that bad. Why have you, why have you just blown this out of proportion? Talk about why this is so important to get to peace, to get to joy. Because if we're going to be constantly uh, replaying the tapes of the past, because I believe that God is the God of the future, and then you're going to be dwelling on that, that affects your health, everything you do, your attitude, your strength, your energy. And then other folks, well, it's not the topic of today, but instead of living in the present and living in forgiveness and total trust, then they're worrying about the future. What's going to happen? Am I going to have this? So talk a little bit because... So many of these things, when they're, they're, they're things from our past, how does one begin to take that first step? Because you've lived with it so long, and to change the habits to say, uh, boy, I'm so offended, boy, if I ever see you again, how do you take that first step? And that's with either a, a good Christian friend, a pastor, a, a Christian counselor, and say, can you walk the journey with me. I'm not exactly sure what the journey is. I got this book, Forgive for Real. There are six steps here. Will you walk these steps through with me? Because often I don't want to go back and relive that stuff and putting it down on a piece of paper where I can see it. That sometimes hurts, and it conjures up the pain. It may conjure up the anger, the injustice. And so to have another person walk this journey with me, like I said, a good Christian friend, a pastor, a mentor, that's going to be so important. They can also give me the feedback of, well, that really isn't a wrong. That's just something foolish that happened. Here's the wrong. They can clarify, and they can help me be biblically accurate with this journey of forgiving. And as I do that, I'm going to end up with joy and peace because I'm disconnected from the hurt and pain for 20, 30, 50 years ago. And now my heart, my body, my mind can heal. And I can be free. Hmm. So again, that book is Forgive for Real, Six Steps to Forgiving. I really recommend that you get that resource and uh, work through the steps. And don't say to yourself, well, I'm going to be in counseling for the next 20 years. Well, not saying you are or you aren't, but that would be very unusual. So with that, I want to ask, we got about a minute and a half left. And so, uh, Tim Sanford, if someone wanted to connect with Focus on the Family, I know there's also a phone number. They can also go to FocusFamily.com. Tell us a little bit about that initial counseling conversation by phone and then also referral services. We've got about a minute, 20 seconds left. Okay. They can call Focus on the Family at 855 771 Four three five seven, and request a free one-time consultation with our counselors. We'll get back to you within 48 hours and so forth and have that initial consultation. Also go online and request that same consultation online uh, at focusonthefamily.com. If the counselor yes. feels like some follow-up is, is necessary, you can refer back here to our area, right? Correct, yeah. Because we have a referral network that we can connect you with a Christian licensed therapist in your local area for any ongoing counseling that might be needed. Well, I tell you what, folks, and sometimes you're a little bit nervous about telling somebody maybe you've never told anyone about this, this, this wrong that you feel. And, uh, you know, a good safe place to go is maybe get the book, Forgive for Real, Six Steps to Forgiving, 
and uh, read that book, or at least get to the first two or three steps, and that might get you to the comfort level of picking up that phone and uh, giving a call to uh, focus for that free uh, consultation. And then uh, this book will give you a roadmap. It'll give you an opportunity to see exactly what you uh, need to be uh, following a pathway for because uh, counseling is never intended to be perpetual. And sometimes you've got to be careful about that as well. But uh, this will help you just stay on track. Well, I want to thank so much for thanks so much for our guest, uh, Tim Sanford, with us today. And he is the Folks in the Family Director of Counseling Services. But uh, remember, when you go to folksinthefamily.com, please drop off a contribution, if you will. And with that, uh, Tim Sanford, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for your wisdom. And we just pray that uh, you would be able and your team to do so much good for so many as they can call and, and get the help that God would want them to have. Thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.